I'd like for us to turn to the scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, which specifically tells us, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear. So there is, fear is a spirit. And God says, He has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, of love. Say power. Love. Sound mind. And this, by the way, the sound mind has got several levels of meaning. It is not, not just mentally balanced, but it's also the ability from the Lord, from the Holy Spirit, to have self-control. So not go out and be pushed by the spirit of darkness to be out of control. It's, so God does not give you a spirit of fear, but a power. Say power. And we're going to examine that word in the coming days more so you can dig, go deeper and receive more and more. There are levels and levels of anointing and power where we go from glory to glory. And uh, your faith increases, your anointing increases. You will see more breakthroughs and more miracles uh, as we go through the levels I see. There are, there are levels of power that God gives you. And I pray every anointing so that you get be anointed to bless your children, minimum, and bless members of your family, bless your neighbor, because they will never know when suddenly the need arises for your faith to be there to help affirm and strengthen and comfort and bring salvation and the hope to people who are hurting. By the way, I just want to emphasize, feel free to invite neighbors and people you know need prayer or strength who are alone. They don't need to be alone. That's one of the aspects of this society in this hour is that, and COVID did not help. It I tried to isolate, and you can see the devil's plan, in trying to isolate people and families. Even, even in certain states, they emphasized you have to keep six feet away from your family members and that you had to wear a mask, in, even in your own house. I mean, it, was, it went from one degree of insanity to the next level. And the devil wanted us to be isolated. And God tells us, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. So it is important that we be together, that we rub shoulders with each other, that we compare notes. And where it needs to be, I need to be adjusted or corrected in some area, that you can help me. And I can help you. We can help each other and pray for each other when you can see some nervous or some uh, real... Uh, one of the main things we want to talk about today is, last week I talked about overcoming the spirit of delay. And it's it was something that's important that you you take authority over that, that there are people waiting for the promises and they have uh, I mean and getting tired of waiting sometimes they give up and we don't want to give up 
but we bind the spirit of delay. In the same way, I was uh, watching some interviews of, of uh, them uh, talking with some of the soldiers in the Ukrainian army, and many of them were young conscripts, and they were waiting. In fact, this yesterday, today, they have been waiting for a big onslaught from the Russian army. And uh, the, by the way, I, I mean, I've been in Russia, and uh, the people, really sweet people, and who have suffered a lot, especially in the Second World War. And uh, so suddenly, but right now, we have, I have questions about what's happening in Washington, and I have questions about what's happening in Moscow, and um, who is making the decisions. I pray that they would go for peace. But in the interview, I could see the, especially the young conscripts, but even the older ones, I mean, some have just been, there were lawyers, or there were doctors, medics, others, and uh, they've just been given an AK-47, and they've been in training for three days, and then there's a go, now serve. And they were, in the interview, I mean, I could, you could see in the eyes, even, but they were full of fear. And at any time, there'd be attacks. And that one of the major things I recognized is just they were taken over by the whole spirit of fear was all around them. And then you, when you saw the interviews with some of these women trying to escape with their kids in safety, going across the border in Poland or Hungary, and literally some of the women were so shaken up with fear they were weeping and crying, uh, crying for their husbands that they had left behind or their children who had gone for hours and days uh, in fear of their lives. And, uh, and some interviews I happened to see, but there were uh, women who, their husbands were out there on the, serving in the armed forces. But they were determined not to leave, not to leave their elderly uh, parents or their husbands. And so for all of them, we, I just want to say, we want to learn the principles. If you have put in the place what I was wondering, you know, if I was there, what would I say to them? What, how could I help? And uh, of all things, in the recent days, it's observing some things that uh, Poland was asked if they could help with giving airplanes, and they went and uh, took those airplanes and put them in, on a U.S. Air Force base, base in Europe. And, but the Pentagon was too nervous to see them taken to the Ukraine. So uh, everywhere you, I saw, I could, you know, people, you know, you can almost smell fear, and. Uh, so this scripture really came to mind. God does not and is not an agent who gives us fear. And the spirit of fear, fear is a, can become, as it concentrates, can become a spirit of fear. But God is not doing that. 
we, God wants us to overcome the spirit of fear. So don't let fear take hold of you. Um, and uh, I remember, I don't know how many of you have ever read the book or seen uh, the movie called The Ghost in the Darkness. Uh, but it is an incident, true story, where the, in the land not far away, about 90 miles from where I grew up in Mombasa, Kenya. But it, there is a park, it begins on the edge, 90, about 90 miles from where I lived, and it goes on a vast area called the Savo, T-S-A-V-O, Savo National Park. But there is a very famous book uh, written called The Man-Eaters of Sawa. And uh, there were these lions that found that there was a big uh, group, hundreds of people working on the British, helping the British government develop in the interior of Kenya the railroad systems. And uh, so the lions started attacking and killing and eating some of the people working on the railroad. And uh, so the story is about uh, this man who was in the army, but his training was in building bridges. But somehow it ended up, it was his job. And another person who helped uh, to defend the camp, they could handle guns and others didn't know. But they would uh, stay up at night guarding the camp and the lions would attack. So, lo and behold, I had the opportunity when I was about 16 and a half to go hunting there in Savo National Park. And we were hunting pheasant. There were a lot of pheasants there. But we made camp. And I was in my small camp and my companion was in the other camp. And then we had a, uh, a guide who was supposed to keep the fire going at night, and uh, he let the fire die out. He went to sleep. And uh, the lions came, the lion. There was one lion. And I could hear him outside around 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, if you have never, he came, and he could smell humans. And I guess he smelled me too. I wish I had showered better. But anyway, <clears throat> he could smell me and he, he was outside my tent. And these are, some, some of these, they were called man-eaters of Sawa. So I heard him roar. And if you have not, if you have ever been around a lion, right next to him, and they let out a roar. Oh, thank you, Richie. Um, the they roar into the ground. They don't roar out there, at least these lions. And when they roar, and, and then they may raise up their head, but they, the ground starts vibrating. And the sound is so loud that everything around picks up that vibration. And... Uh, 
the main vibration is total fear. Because at any moment, so I was shaking, vibrating. And I, I remember, I mean, my heart started vibrating. And said, my heart, if they had language, said, hello, lion, wake up, run if you can. And uh, every part of my body, my kidneys said, especially the kidneys responded. And it was an involuntary reaction when he did. The roar came in. You, <laughs> it, your body reacts, let me just say that. And then suddenly he, something hit me, like a giant hammer hit my cheek. And I thought I'd broken my jawbone. But I thought it was a hammer, but it, it was his, the tail of the lion, and sometimes it swings the tail. And it came through the tent material and hit my cheek while I was sleeping. And he wanted to eat. And I thought he would want to eat me. And suddenly something, I mean, either God sent his angels or something, and he got distracted and started wandering around and away. But I could hear him roar. But it's in those instances there will be times where the thing that you will be attacked by is fear. And fear will, just the whole, your whole body will be eaten by fear. And that, that's the good time to remember on the authority you have in Jesus Christ. And that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a power. Say power. Love. And a sound mind. And First John 4, 18 says, Perfect love casts out all fear. And Jesus is the perfection of love. So if you have Jesus in your heart, perfect love, the Word says, not your opinion or my opinion, but the Word of God says, perfect love casts out all fear. And in fact, in its place, God puts in your life faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. You are a man or a woman of faith. You believe. And there will be things that will, you go through it and you wish you didn't have to, but you find yourself right there. And the doctor will say, or may say, I hope he never says it, but this diagnosis says this is stage four. If it, you know, if it says stage four cancer, well, don't, we, I appreciate the doctors and appreciate all that they do, but we are going to, above all, believe the word of God. And uh, God does not give you fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And you will find, for example, let me look at some um, the. I got to find my scriptures here, but we can look at judges, for example. 
Judges chapter 14 and verse 5 says, it says, So Samson went down to Timnah with his father and mother and came to the vineyards of Timnah. Now to his surprise, a young lion came roaring against him and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. What came upon him? The Spirit of the Lord. And he tore the lion apart. This is Samson, tore the lion apart as one would have torn apart a young goat, though he had nothing in his hand. But he did not tell his father and his mother what he had done. I guess she, they might have gotten scared. But here is an incident of someone facing a lion. And it is the Spirit of God who comes. We have been filled with the Spirit. And that's why it's important for us to renew ourselves that weekly in fact what God says tells us together weekly and as often as we can the Bible says get together and encourage and build each other up so in that context then Samson is one of the examples he and then we read in uh, 1 Samuel 17 where Saul interviews David and says uh, you you would not be able to face Goliath. Why don't we not put you out there? And David's testimony is, listen, I took care of the flock, my father's flock, and the lion and the bear came to tear, tear the flock apart. And basically you get the idea. He chased after the lion and said, lion, you will not eat my any flock. That's my father's flock. I am the keeper. Take your teeth out of them, my sheep, whatever. He retrieved the sheep and he fought the lion and the bear. And he says, I'm used to this. I can take on Goliath. So there is a spirit. It's the spirit of the Lord that gives you the anointing to not be fearful. God does not give you fear. He gives you power, love, and a sound mind. You find in... Uh, Second Samuel, there's another scripture I, I loved. Uh, 23. Second Samuel 23, verse 20, says this. Benaiah was the son of Jehoiada, the son of a valiant man from Kabzeel. So his father was valiant, and he was valiant, who had done many deeds, he had killed two lion-like heroes of Moab. He also had gone down. Oh, here is Benaiah, I'm sorry. He also had gone down and killed a lion in the midst of a pit on a snowy day. And he goes on. So this is Benaiah. The, so the Spirit of God, it doesn't matter. He's, God is not a respecter of persons. So person after person who was challenged, they came and the had the confrontation with the lion. But you find that they had victory. So when the fear hits you, your choice is either to run or to turn around and face that fear and say, God has given me the spirit of a conqueror. I'm not someone who is a coward. I'm going to turn around and on behalf 
of my people or my, on behalf of my family or on behalf of my children. I am standing and I'm going to get the victory. Behind, you find, for example, and Jericho is a good example, where they had to confront the walls of Jericho. As they did what God told them to, they were able to conquer their fears and gain the victory. Behind the fear is victory. Say, behind the fear is victory. So, uh, and God made the nations tremble when eventually in confronting Israel, they didn't want to mess with that nation because again and again, God's spirit would come on them. If you saw the movie, The Raiders of the Lost Ark many years ago, but they carried the Ark of the Covenant with them, which was the presence of God. With you, you have believed in the Lord Jesus. You are filled with the Spirit. The Ark is with you in the natural and makes you victorious. So uh, God would tell his people again and again, don't be afraid. It says in Psalm 56, verse 3, when I'm afraid, I will trust in you, O Lord. So our solution is we bind the spirit of fear. Sometimes it gets, it gets to almost panic and puts Jesus central. Remember Jesus in the middle of it. Remember what he went through in the Passion. All the dark powers gathered together. And he took the whipping and the stripes for your behalf, my behalf, so we could have eternal life. And uh, in the midst of the fear and attack, remember God loves you. First Peter 5, 7 says, Cast all your fears on him because he cares for you. How many of you have faced little fears? Maybe not big. Like fear of, you know, some have fear of spiders? Some, yeah? You want to jump up on something? I see a spider. Or how about snakes? Yeah, I, I lived in Africa. Went, used to go hunting, and there would be all kinds of snakes to watch out for. Uh, or roaches. Some people hate roaches. Um, so, remember, God had not given you a spirit of fear, but the power, love, and sound mind. And the, the fear has an ability to cripple you, where you are petrified and can't move. And uh, God says he's given you power. Say power. And all power overcomes fear. And love. Perfect love. Bible says what? Perfect love casts out all fear. So you have Jesus who is perfect love and he overcomes every spirit of fear. And uh, even our, our soldiers who had to go to Iraq and most recently Afghanistan. I mean, I, I really respect all of those guys that many who were injured 
Because they never knew when there would be these uh, IEDs and other kinds of explosives just hidden away and they would blow up. They didn't know it. I, I commend and we want to say a special blessing prayers for our soldiers. I pray they don't have to be challenged soon and do have to do battle in Europe. So that's why it's important for us to pray for peace. And we can. And perfect love casts out all fear. So the love of Jesus can help us overcome fear. And when it's happening. Be good for you to realize fear is trying to take me over. Or fear is trying to take us over. Because this whole thing, I believe, quite a bit of the last two years, the whole thing of fear. Now they're saying the COVID is, I heard this this week, that it, COVID is so weak, it is less powerful than a flu virus. But at one time, all the things that were trying to really shake people's confidence and uh, put fear in people's hearts. We need to remember and really rehearse with each other. God does not give me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And one of the strategies then, if you realize fear is trying to creep on you, is turn towards the Lord and start thanking Him, start worshiping Him. That's why it's regular doses of worship and praise really is cleaning you out mentally and emotionally. Junk like fear or anxiety or depression even gets washed out of you just by the simple exercise of worship and thanksgiving and praise. Focus on the Lord in the times of fear not on the fear itself. And God, again and again, as we see, He sends help. He sends supernatural help. And I gave some scriptures. One of my favorites is, as I've quoted before, Second Chronicles uh, 20. That's the way that Jehoshaphat gathers together. I may be misquoting. It might be First Chronicles. I have to look up. I'm just calling from memory. Uh, but as Jehoshaphat and his believing army, whatever we want to call it, as they gathered in the house of the Lord and turned to the Lord, God gave them supernatural help and basically sent angels to defeat the enemy forces. So it is important to turn your focus away from the fear. Don't look at that. Look at the Lord. That's what you see the strategy when Joshua has to look up before Jericho. He looks up and sees Jehovah Saboath, the captain of the armies of the living God. Make your faith bigger than your fear. Work on the word of God. Say it over and over. I'm, I'm just repeating. No, you're building yourself up in your most holy faith, repeating the word of God. And rehearse, like I, I just bare, barely mentioned some of the heroes of faith who, so turn your eyes on some of these stories 
of great deeds that happened in the past. The, the, you know, Bible is the number one choice. David, the life of David, or Samson, or Benaiah. Um, and even, I, I love the movie. Look, there are several others that are there, but Patton, he and his third army, it says, when they had the Battle of the Bulge, the whole invading force, the tank force that started, was coming against the Allies, nobody was prepared except Patton to turn his army around and thousands of soldiers turned around to face the big major battle of the Bulge. And, but God, in the midst of what could have been defeat, turned that into victory. So make sure you, you it, it, sometimes, if you need it, to look at, refer to the heroes, read about them, and start thanking the Lord that he is giving you a turnaround, that victory is yours. We are more than conquerors. Say, I am more than a conqueror. I command. In fact, let's stand up. Remember, sometimes the Lord gives you some of these experiences not to minimize you, but to know that he has made you a conqueror, that you run to the Word of God and get excited about the Word of God, memorize the Word of God, focus. Say, my focus is on my big God. My God is a big God. I conquer every lion. I cast out every spirit of fear. I am filled with the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Thank you, Lord. Give him a big clap, will you? Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Tell, turn to your neighbor. See, you're overcoming. Turn to another one. God has not given you fear. He's giving you power, love, sound mind. Say it again. I have power, love, and a sound mind. Turn to someone else. I am filled with power, love, and a sound mind. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Start thanking him. Yes, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Amen.